She held out her arms. He took off his clothes and lay on the bed. When they embraced, she let out that breathy sigh of contentment he'd also come to expect. She kissed his neck, his ears, his face. "'You taste salty,' she whispered. It was a hot night. "'And earthy. Were you rolling around in the dirt?' She laughed and positioned herself on top of him. Her hands softly brushed his chest. He felt himself harden. Someone outside yelled and an explosion shattered the mood. It wasn't a direct hit, but it was close. A Molotov cocktail. They heard the clomp of shoes and boots running down the street. Gunfire erupted. The smell of kerosene and smoke drifted inside. Francesca froze. Luis tightened his hold on her. They stayed still, not moving for almost a minute. Then he gently pushed her away. In the dim light of dawn he saw fear in her eyes. Fear and something else. Something sad and haunting as if she knew what was coming. You need to leave Santa Clara for a while, he said. She was quiet for a moment. Then she rolled off him. No, I won't leave you, Louise. Louise snapped and he stood, a wave of anger flooding through him. He needed to protect her, but she was not allowing him to. How can you be so stubborn and selfish? You hear what's going on out there. You have to think of the baby. What if something happens to you or him? I cannot permit you to stay. She stood, her face hard with determination. We have never been apart, she said quietly. Ever since I left Havana, I told you then I would stay with you forever, in good times or bad, war or peace. This is one of those times. She planted her hands on her hips. You still don't understand, do you? If something happens to you, it happens to me. We go through this together. The casinos were known for their honesty. Meyer Lansky, the overlord of Havana casinos, insisted on dealers and croupiers with the highest integrity. According to Frankie's father, the little man had worked out the probabilities of gambling and realized the odds always favored the house. There was no need to stack the deck. If anyone was caught skimming, other than Lansky and Batista, of course, they could count on big trouble. With rigorous standards in place, you could almost forget that Havana was run by the largest criminal organization in the world. Frankie made the rounds on Nikki's arm. She watched an elderly lady with white hair playing roulette. The woman's expression never changed as the marble clattered around the wheel. She moved her chips from one number to another after it settled. At the crap table, a couple who couldn't keep their hands off each other whooped with every throw of the dice. A quartet of men at the blackjack table tossed back shots and either joked or swore at the dealer. Frankie turned to Nick. You want to play the slots? He slipped his arm around her. I'm not much of a player and I already have the best hand in the house. He squeezed her shoulder. A waiter passed, carrying a tray of champagne. Frankie lifted two glasses and turned around to hand Nick his, but he was staring at a dark, handsome man playing poker. The man was surrounded by a bevy of young blondes, one of whom lit his cigarette while another handed him a drink. Is that who I think it is? The actor, what's his name? You mean George Raft? Nick nodded. Frankie smiled and handed him a glass of champagne. It is. He owns part of a casino not far from here. He comes down between movies to say hi and check things out. Really?
That's strange, you know. What do you mean? Frankie sipped her champagne. Well, he plays gangsters in the movies, and now... Suddenly, Nick cut himself off.